Hi everyone, this is Yitz Epstein, Narcissistic Abuse Life Coach. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. Today I'll be talking about idealizing and devaluing as well as discarding. So a couple of different layers here I want to start off with. First of all is the defense mechanism of idealization and devaluing. Now this is found in several different uh, personality disorders, but mainly in the borderline personality disorder. It's a defense mechanism against extreme stress and extreme anxiety. So what the way it works is that the the sufferer, so in the case of a borderline who has a pervasive fear of abandonment, is going to uh, see their their relationship others as as, as extremely valuable, idealized, uh, and this makes them feel safe because they are within the uh, realm, the in, in in the in the safe, loving arms, the relationship of someone who will care for them and not abandon them. Now, if there's a threat to this. Uh, this safety, they will then be devalued, which is oftentimes when you see the rage and the and the and the the, the defense mechanism will come out where they then berate and almost humiliate and shame and really put terrible t- say terrible and hurtful things to the uh, to the um, the relationship other uh, because ultimately they have abandoned them, they have made them feel terrible, so they will be then devalued. So this defense mechanism. Um, is subconscious, so it's not really the, the the sufferer is not aware that this that they are doing this oftentimes. And what's going on below the surface is that there's a certain core belief within the sufferer, uh, the sufferer, the one who is uh, suffering with the, with the personality disorder, and that core belief will see others as either needing to be uh, never equal, either need, need to be puffed up and made great, or uh, or devalued. So in the case of the narcissistic personality disordered individual, the person who's being devalued is someone who is uh, maybe too powerful, too strong, and making the narcissist feel bad, and therefore they will be devalued. Uh, someone who is idealized is someone who offers them great supply and, and who worships them, and they will be then uh, validated and made feel really, really good and idealized. Um, now, this the idealization, then devaluing and ultimately discarding is when the narcissist uses this idealizing in the beginning of a relationship, otherwise known as a love bombing stage, which is the extreme flattery, love, care, and compassion shown towards partners to reel them in. Um, it's it's going to feel intoxicating, especially to victims who have not experienced connection and healthy love. So this idealized state is really going to hook the victim in. Then there's going to be a slow devaluing process because the narcissist ultimately does not want a relationship. They don't want connection. They want control and uh, and and hurt and to hurt and manipulate. So. This is going to be fo- so, uh, fo- excuse me. This is going to be followed up by put down, subtle put downs, gaslighting, uh, less intensity of the relationship, maybe withdrawing sex, using it as a weapon, checking out, ghosting, blaming the victim for things not not being as great as they used to be, uh, leaving the victim obviously feeling extraordinarily confused. Um, this is where you see this Jekyll and Hyde personality uh, that really super charming, but then ultimately the very devaluing and, and, and disrespectful, uh, confusing. And sometimes this flips very quickly. Uh, it's hard to even, um, it's hard to see uh, this happening because ultimately victims are buying into the lie that this person's actually a caring, compassionate, loving person. Lastly comes the discard phase when the narcissist decides that this loving partner is no longer exciting and interesting. They will then throw them out much like a piece of trash because they are not feeding back the source of supply. They're not making the ego feel good. They are complaining. They have needs, and they are, they they actually want an actual relationship, which obviously the narcissist does not want. Uh, they want to feel good about themselves at other people's costs. So the second the trade-off, 
the second there's more needs and the second they have to give back more, uh, they will feel bird. They will feel like it's a burden and ultimately will throw away the partner, usually for a different partner who they have already love bombed and idealized. It's important for victims to know that there was no relationship at all. Um, there was never a relationship. This is a con job. This is a scam. This is a false pseudo relationship that has been manufactured to feed the outrageous aggrandized ego of the narcissistic abuser. Partners will be, and, and victims, I should say, will be shaken up. They'll be confused. They'll be shocked to know that there's no relationship. But ultimately, where did the love go? Uh, what's, in, what's important to understand is that the love wasn't there on the narcissist side. It was certainly there on victim side uh, because they were they had been played, they had been conned into giving over their very precious love. Um, this is also seen in what is known as the sweet and the mean cycle. Sweet mean cycle. So narcissistic abusers will want to keep you in chaos and stress and extremely uncomfortable situations. This is on purpose because if you're in stress, you will be avoiding the cause of the chaos of the relationship, ultimately keeping eyes off of the very true fact that you are in an abusive relationship. So in order to do this, they will want to control the very exciting highs of your life, the most exciting aspects, your birthday, your 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 wedding, your your uh, your hobbies and make you feel really good about your hobbies, take special interest in your hobbies and make you feel really good about the things you are excited about. And then they will want to control the stuff you hate, the stuff you dislike. So they'll want to know your irritable irritabilities. They want to know the things you don't feel comfortable doing. They want to know all your insecurities. They want to know all the things that make you upset and angry and hurt. And then what is done is in order to control you, control victims, they control by flipping back and forth. So they might really make you feel great, uh, which is the sweet part of this of the cycle. And then immediately afterwards, sometimes even in the same sentence, devalue you, which is supposed to throw you into chaos. And in your chaos, they can then control you. So when you are in this total chaos and you're being devalued and you're being, I'm sorry, you're being idealized and then devalued and you're just in this washing machine of intense emotions where you are absolutely in chaos and you feel stressed, you're trying to figure out where the relationship went, how do you fix it, how do you get back to where you were originally, how do you make things okay? Um, now it's important to understand that there are many healthy victims. It doesn't have to be dysfunctional. You can be a very perfectly healthy person and fall for a narcissistic abuser. These individuals have mastered the art of idealizing and devaluing the sweet mean cycle. They have absolutely mastered it. So victims who are in this washing machine of stress are going to wonder how did they fall for this dysfunction? How did they really be, get conned into a relationship where their very precious emotional well-being is being maliciously and and purposely controlled and manipulated, and um, ultimately they are not safe. They are not comfortable. But it, it's, under, it's 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 important to really realize that it's 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 like I said. It's just that it's a it's a scam. It's a fake, and this is where the false self comes in because the ideal what you fell for in the beginning stages is not a person. You fell for a shiny object that posed as a person, but really was trying to take from you. So you had something that the narcissist wanted. Usually it's authenticity, respect, uh, having integrity, having compassion, love, and having a the ability to have empathy and connect. So these are things that the narcissist wanted to uh, mirror towards you and, and make you feel like he had himself, but in fact he did not have these emotional capabilities. Um, so the the moment you were he felt he had you, the moment narcissists feel like they have their victims, they then don't feel the need to keep up this this 
this idealized state anymore because they no longer the idealized state was a lie. The only truth here is the is this is the abuse, is the devaluing, is the disrespect. So if you're wondering, well, was there any love? Was there any connection? Well, the answer is no. Uh, there was no connection. That's a hard pill to swallow. Oftentimes, because victims feel like um, they invested a lot, sometimes years, sometimes decades, sometimes children and relationship, uh, the careers, and sometimes who knows how many uh, experiences that they've lost this this very false identity but it's it's hard to see it's hard to see when you're going through it these people are very much everywhere they um, and they prey off of people who have good hearts and they want to they want to abuse that good heart really knowing that if they can make you feel certain things then you will respond appropriately and Tips on how to really take yourself out of this is, first of all, uh, understand that there was a scam. It was a con job. This was not true love. Um, and understand that your emotions have been toyed with, have been uh, in, that they have been uh, played with, they have been manipulated, and ultimately you have, uh, you have wounds. You're going to have emotional wounds. In addition, this is one of the main things is finding out your own personal wounds because just because you are having wo you have wounds and you fell for a narcissistic abuser or a borderline or a psychopath sociopath just because you have fallen for them doesn't mean you are not a valuable person just because you've been devalued doesn't mean you are actually worthy of being devalued and it doesn't mean that the the brainwashing and the negative ideas that have been stuffed into your mind and down your your throat and into your psyche are valid and true. So it's important to challenge the narrative and challenge the idealized state and realize that uh, you got excited and that doesn't mean you are weak. It also doesn't mean you're stupid. It means you are a trusting human being and, and that was taken advantage of. Please feel free to like and share this podcast. Thank you so much for joining and I hope you enjoyed. I am available for coaching. If you're on your, your the journey to healing from narcissistic abuse, please do reach out. Yitz, Y-I-T-Z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. Thank you again. Have a great night.